When you're smiling. Hey, you. Bubbly sparkling water is crisp, refreshing, and perfect for any occasion. Kind of like my voice, but in a can. No calories, no sweeteners, all smiles. Bubbly. Crack a smile. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing good. I just want to say welcome to the show. I do appreciate you being on. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you to uh, talk about Crawl. Same here as well. So I'm going to go on ahead, introduce the show, and then introduce you, and we'll go on ahead and review Crawl. All right, man. I'll, I'll just take your lead. Okay. Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. For today's podcast, Brooker and I are is actually going to be reviewing the movie Crawl. This movie came out in 2019. And I'm going to go on ahead and let him introduce himself right now. He's a, he runs a little podcast called Film on the Rocks. He's going to let you know what he, uh, what the show is all about on his side. So take it away. Thank you, John. Yeah, my name is Brucker, and I co-host a movie podcast called Film on the Rocks with a buddy of mine from college. His name is Levi. And each episode, we pick one movie, and we will we won't break down the movie scene by scene, but we will talk about the movie through our various segments, uh, including drinking rules, our favorite scenes, if we found any sort of deeper message in the movie, does the movie deserve a sequel? And we also like to pepper in any sort of trivia that we can throughout the episode. So it's a lot of fun. And we just like to, it's a lot of fun coming up with drinking rules for movies. So (laughs) is there something that we've been doing for, we're coming up on a year now. So, and we have a broad range of different movies that we like to cover. So yeah, that's our film on the rocks. That's our podcast. That's awesome, man. As a matter of fact, I just made a year on my podcast this month, so that's great. Oh, congrats. Thank you, man. I do appreciate it. So, this movie came out in 2019. This is our review of Crawl, and it actually opened up on July 12th. So, this movie actually is a year old now. Okay. So, what I have to say is I love the opening scene from this movie because it actually glues you into the character and who we're actually going to be seeing for the next couple of hours in this film. And basically she's a swim. She's actually on the swim team. She's actually trying to make it. And, you know, some events winds up happening to where she actually has to be home. As a matter of fact, it, it, we're actually dealing with a disaster movie within a horror movie in itself where alligators are actually <laughs> swarming underneath the basement. And, you know, it's just a typical kind of horror movie where you actually see the police outside. She, they tell her, look, you cannot come in or out of this part of the town or anything like that. But, of course, she winds up going into that town where her father lives because she's actually worried about him. And that's when everything goes down. So what do you think about the opening scene? I thought it was I, I thought it was it- I thought it was good. I really liked how they kind of established the, this character that we're following Haley. And I really liked that. They kind of established that she is an athlete, you know, she's on a swim team. And I also kind of love just all of the obvious imagery we're getting. You know, she, she's on the swim team for the university of Florida. So she, so she herself is a gator. So, which is, you know, it's kind of funny. But yeah, no, I, I really liked all this and I thought it was really smart. I don't want to spoil too much, um, but I thought it was a really smart setup for how they did this to where it was her kind of going 
into the storm as opposed to her being stuck and then the storm just comes on her. So I, I, I kind of enjoyed um, how this opened and how they laid their cards out in the uh, first like 15 minutes of this movie. Most definitely, because, you know, we always see in the opening scene and everything where this person's stuck in the storm, the father is stuck in the basement and everything. And they're trying to rush there to go on ahead and see what's going on with their father. This is actually a slow build kind of thing. First, we're dealing with the storm that's coming in. And then after that, we're dealing with alligators in the basement because her father, she's worried about her father. She goes on ahead. She goes into the basement and she winds up seeing her father unconscious. And then, of course, she winds up seeing the alligator in the basement. And at first, you're only thinking that there's only one alligator. Mm-hmm. In this whole entire thing, because we only see one alligator. The camera angles is actually pretty nice as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. And also, too, I also want to mention, did you catch the little nod to Jaws uh, on hers? Um, I caught on... some nods to what I to some other movies, I think. But no, I don't know if I caught the one else specifically to Jaws. Well, what did you find? OK, on the dashboard, there's actually a shark toy on her dashboard oh yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) so i'm like okay so they are actually kind of using kind of elements for this story with uh within this universe that they're actually giving us so i actually thought that was a sweet little nod to john's yeah and kind of like what you were saying that this is a horror movie wound up and twisted with a disaster movie there's also the element of this is a creature feature as well and so one of the best you know, creature features is Jaws, you know, which is also a horror movie. So it's, it it would make sense that they would kind of tip their hat to, to the big guy, you know? So yeah. Okay. That's cool that you caught that. I think, I think I saw like a shark on a billboard or something went, Oh cool. Jaws. But yeah, I don't think I caught the toy in the car. You see, I didn't catch the billboard. (laughs) I didn't catch it. So kudos for you. Maybe I'm mesmerized. Maybe I am. Maybe that's a false memory. I don't know. But yeah, I remember seeing a cartoon (laughs) shark somewhere. You know what else is funny, though? As she's going in, you actually see a gator farm going in. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, so, and then I'm, but the plot is actually going in my head on this. I'm like, okay, so is this the gators from the gator farm, or is this just gators in the swamp that came in during the storm? So I'm like, I'm like, okay, where's this plot going to be going? Right. And, you know, I like. This actually could have been a like a paint by the numbers kind of film, but it actually gave you the right kind of tension mm-hmm. to where the tension belt is up and everything. And then, of course, I like her little wind up generator uh, flashlight that she has. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that a lot too. And kind of like what you were saying, this is this is like a it's not a run in the mill because this you could kind of see this being like a straight to DVD kind of movie. Right. Mm-hmm. But most definitely it, it, it's a concept movie. And it's the thing is it's very, it's boiled down to something simple. And I really appreciated that. And it's, I mean, it takes itself seriously, but not too seriously, if you know what I mean. So it was, it was still fun and enjoyable and it did a, the, they did such a good job at building tension, like what you were just leading to. Most definitely. Whenever you see her going inside the house and everything for the very first time, we're hearing the radio in the basement, but we don't actually see her father or anything like that. The dog that she brings in to the house and everything. Sugar, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, sugar. And, you know, the dog just lays there for a few minutes and everything because he just feels like she's just feels like that she's at home. And so next thing you know it, she winds up getting up and then she starts barking because she actually has a sense that her the 
uh, the girl's father is down in the basement. Mm-hmm. Uh, Haley's father. So, you know, I like the fact that they actually used the dog as a way to actually sense him. And then she was able to go down in the basement. And as she's going down in this basement and everything, she winds up uh, seeing everything just disarray. This house looks like it's just falling apart on its own anyways. Yeah. It has this very dungy kind of feel to it where it's like, why are you trying to put this up on the selling block? This house doesn't even look like it's even worthy to be sold. Yeah, and I think it was kind of playing or giving you this imagery about the, the family drama that they're having, mm-hmm. which is kind of the, I guess, subplot to this movie is that there, there is this tension with the family. The family's kind of broken up. And so the house kind of re- represents that this house is falling apart. Mm-hmm. This family's falling apart. So Haley and the, the family dog, Sugar, come back to the family house to sort of kind of, in essence, through throughout the plot of this movie, they kind of help rebuild their connections, kind of like how this house needs to be rebuilt. So that's kind of like what I got from that. Good call on that, because I actually, re- I actually caught that as well. And... You know, I actually felt like, okay, this is a house that's in this complete disarray mm-hmm. and everything. It's just in shambles, just like how the family's in shambles. And they're looking for a way to rekindle, rebuild their relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's just bad that an alligator is a way to actually rekindle everything. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. But, There's always some kind of weird catalyst for that. Right. But then we see, we. I like how the camera kind of pan angles to the left. And then as the camera pan angles, she's walking in. And she sees her father laying down on the ground in the basement. Mm-hmm. And he's completely knocked out and everything. And so, of course, we already know he weighs too much for her to actually physically pick him up. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, so how are you going to pick him up and everything because of the fact that he's knocked out? Then she gets the whole entire tarp and drags him tries to drag him a little bit further away from where he was and then that's when she comes face to face with the alligator Mm -hmm. and i love the her facial expression for the very first time when she sees this thing yeah yeah it was great yeah she it, it was it was good acting all around really most definitely and i always say this the best reaction is always just facial expressions on themselves you don't actually have to have dialogue right to draw you in right acting with and your that, whole body yeah Exactly. And I felt the tension, even though this is filmed, this is in my house and everything, I can actually feel the tension, which is actually rare that you can actually have a movie to where you can actually feel that same tension, because usually you want to be around a big crowd to actually see a movie like this to get the uh, reaction that you actually want from the movie. Mm -hmm. But it actually works for a smaller screen as well, which I really appreciate. Because I can actually appreciate the character a lot more and feel the buildup and what and is this character actually going to make it out of this thing alive or not? Mm-hmm. And then she's winding up the generator again, the uh, the uh, camera, uh, the flashlight, gen- gen- yeah, the flashlight. And the thing that I found that was actually pretty uh, cool was all of a sudden her father wakes up and then he see then he sees what he they're dealing with. Yeah, no, it was actually the... kind of. I wrote that down as one of my like. I thought this was really funny because he kind of just wakes up. And he goes, "Oh, be careful! There's a gator down here." Like he said it so nonchalantly. <laughs> right, that's how you know you're from Florida. If yeah. you dealt with, if you dealt with delegates, uh, you know, you know, honey, just be careful. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, oh watch out! For, watch out for that gator!" Yeah. <laughs> By the way, have you seen my lunch? Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, but, real too. yeah it, I really wish that she had like a kind of a, a witty comeback to this, you know, like, oh yeah, we've already right. met because the gator busts <laughs> through the stairs. It was kind of, it, it was like the first uh, jump scare of this movie. It was great. Yep. And I thought the jump scare was really good because it could come off as, okay, we've seen a billion jump scares like this before, or it could be just something else rather than the gator. But I appreciate the fact that it was the gator that actually made us jump and the fact that he was the one who actually destroyed the steers. Yeah, and there weren't any, like, fake outs. Right. Like, it could have been easily just crumbled on its own and everything. And then all of a sudden you see the gator slowly coming out of that shadow and then her, and then coming after her. Right. But it was the opposite, opposite effect, which I appreciate so much. Like you said, this movie is actually smart mm-hmm. when it comes down to that, you know? And I also have to say, when the cop comes down to the goes down there because he actually he cares about her and everything and he comes down to try and see what's going on goes down to the house and that goes disarray as well that goes in shambles yeah they they kind of had to get they had to think outside the box slightly to think of well i don't know if i want to say it i don't know if i want to spoil it so never mind i'm I'm going to stop i'm going to stop myself well well, it might be in the trailer, though. So yeah, I was going to say, they had to think of a way to increase the body count in this movie. I'll say that. <laughs> Most definitely. Yeah. And yeah. the blood count and everything else. So. Yeah. Yeah. But. Oh, oh I'm sorry. No, I had a quick question for you before okay. before getting to this part. So back to the scene that you just described where the gator actually buzzed through the stairs. Were you I was kind of surprised at how much that they were showing the the gators in this like because you know like in jaws or like other monster movies they they tend to sort of hide away the monster and save it towards like the end of the movie like you kind of just see like the effects of them or like little like maybe you see like the tail of the gator like a claw or 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 whatever were you i was kind of surprised at how much they just revealed the gators like we're how'd you feel about that i was like okay so they're not gonna hide the gators from us which is a good thing in a sense okay. because it's actually something new. But at the same time, I'm like, I would like to have a little bit of a slow burn. Yeah. To where to where we got it, you know what I mean? But it is a one room setting as well. Which I love. Me too. I love one room settings. And you know, it might be kind of hard to actually not reveal something in a one room setting, especially in a basement area. Okay. That's what I'm thinking. But you know, the basement is big, bigger than what I thought it was, to be honest. So they could actually do the eyes glowing in the shadow kind of thing like they did on that one scene, mm-hmm. which I thought was perfect. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that, that was it, it was good. You know, just something lurking in the shadow. Yeah, I was just kind of surprised at how much that they were at least at least early on, because later on they do some like cool stuff with like hinting at like where they might be or whatever. But uh, I was kind of surprised, like, that first jump scare. I was like, oh, wow, we're seeing the gator. Like, I thought it would have been, like, what you just described, like, a, like maybe a slower burn. But I guess maybe they were just trying to amplify the fear of, like, hey, there's this big, big fucking monster down here. Like, you, you this, exactly. this big lizard down here that's ready to eat you. So. Right. And not only that, but I was like, okay, are we dealing with just one alligator? Right. Are we dealing with just, I was like, okay, if this is just one alligator, I'm going to be let down because I'm here to see some alligators. <laughs> You're ready to see <laughs> you know? a pack of gators. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then all of a sudden there comes another one and another one. There's three of them down in this basement. 
Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, this is what I fucking came here for. This is what this is why I'm watching this movie. Right. Yeah. It definitely th- put the odds against our protagonist, and I thought it was kind of going to be more like just one bad gator that they're trying to fight the whole movie, and which I would have been down for. But once I saw that there were multiple of them, I was like, oh shit! Like this is right. <laughs> shit just got real. Yeah. Yeah. Real fast. And I like that though. I like that that it wasn't just one gator though. It amplifies uh, the suspense, and it also challenges the character on how to actually take down three of these gators that are after them. Right. Yeah. And also gives you. It doesn't. It actually amplifies the danger of that character too. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So I love that. And then also too, they could have done this too because if you remember the people that were actually robbing the gas station. Oh my god, yeah. They could have actually easily made them the main protagonist and held the uh, <laughs> daughter and the the daughter and the father hostage. Oh, interesting. Well, that's what my mind was going. I'm like, please don't tell me they're changing the direction of this film. Because I want this primarily just to be about the Gators. I don't want any other motivation. I don't want robbers mm-hmm. to coming into the house and try and rob them as they're down in this basement and then they have the gun held to their head. I didn't everything. even think about I didn't even think about the looters turning on them or you know, turning into a secondary antagonist. I didn't even think about that. But that yeah, um, that, that's a good thing that they didn't do that because that would have that would have sucked. <laughs> Cause right, gators because gators are the bad the baddies in this movie. We don't need anything else. We already have gators. We already have this, you know, eat Storm. shit hurricane coming through, you know, so. <laughs> exactly. And you know what? I appreciate Anaconda and everything. I yeah. really do. But it just goes over to that effect where you actually see you have two main antagonists. You actually have the snake and then you have the guy who hunts anacondas. Right. Yeah. So I was like, that's where I was going with this movie. I'm like, please don't let that be Anaconda. Right. Because yeah. it worked for Anaconda. Yeah. It works for Anaconda, but not for this. I'm sorry. Yeah. And that's like not what this movie is about because you, you could look at a movie like you just said, Anaconda, and you could kind of see that as like nature fighting back towards, you know, humanity for the, the you know, the pollution or, you know, whatever it is that we've done environmentally because you know you have that guy that's hunting anacondas in this too but here we don't have that this this movie isn't really about like a a human versus nature sort of dynamic it's just a dynamic of these these people are just stuck in this situation and that's why it's such a good concept movie so it's a simple like hey they're stuck in a basement that's flooding but there's also two gators in there so right and they're trying to rebuild their family so that's what it's about it's not about this whole it's, it's not it doesn't have this underlying message of like humans cause the hurricanes like no it's just a hurricane and oops, gators <laughs> so, right it's a disaster movie mixed in with a horror movie yeah i'm surprised roland emmerich didn't direct this to be honest <laughs> maybe, oh my god that does have his flavor maybe if it was in new york it would because that dude seems to hate new york because he destroys it in everything <laughs> he does you're not lying if it's a landmark he's gonna destroy it right <laughs> But, you know, I didn't, with those looters, though, I felt like they were so fucking stupid. I'm mm-hmm. like, you're, you, you're stealing an ATM machine. What the hell are you going to do with that thing? Yeah, it's kind of one of those things like, oh, just put it in the boat. We'll figure it out later. <laughs> it kind of reminds me, I don't know if you saw the movie Barbershop, where Anthony and them are actually taking, Anthony Anderson's actually stealing an ATM machine. Oh, no, I haven't seen that. 
Yeah, they actually took an ATM machine and stole it. And basically, he's walking around with an ATM machine on a dolly. Okay. And, <laughs> and so the barbershop from crawl, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> and then you have the kid just stealing everything in sight. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I I, I kind of wish we got like maybe five more minutes of this because I thought that we were going to have like a deep blue sea situation with mm. with the kid that was actually inside the the the, the, the gas station. I thought we we're going to have like a little bit of him like crawling on top of the shelves and him running away from the gators. So I thought we would have had more of that. But um, yeah. So uh, that's that's yeah, that's pretty much just kind of like what I was I was like, oh, okay, I probably would have appreciated like an extra few minutes here, but whatever, it was fine. It was good. Same here as well. I was thinking, okay, he's going to get come on the uh maybe on the counter, jump on the counter. The alligator's going to uh, miss him and then he's going to try and swim out to the boat and then he, the gator's going to get him. Mm-hmm. But there's that sneakiness about the gator though because he doesn't see the gator, right? So yeah. He sees the teal, and by the time he sees the teal in that rear view camera angle thing that they have in the stores, mm-hmm. that's when the gator grabs him. Yeah, it was good. I mean, it was it was a good part of the movie. I enjoyed it. I just wanted a little bit more. Same. I, I agree with you on that, but I did enjoy the sneakiness of the gator for that part. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then also, too... That's that's their refuge. That's the father and daughter's refuge right there, pretty much. You have a feeling that okay, if the, if they don't miss the, if they miss their marker on their rescue team, that's probably going to be their next. That's going to be their plan B. Yeah, really, like plan like C or D at this point. Yeah, right. And as the as it keeps on going, you can see the father measuring how deep the water's going. Mm-hmm. Up. Too, and that's also another thing that adds the uh, dramatic and horror aspect to this, is because now they have to be afraid of drowning and also being eaten by alligators. Yep, yep, it's not a good combo. No, definitely not. I would rather uh, go by suffocating underwater for two hundred than be <laughs> uh, eaten by gators. That's just me. Yeah. It- if I had a pick, they both suck. I don't know which one is better. <laughs> <laughs> they both suck. So. That's true. Yeah, um, I, don't know. I would hope that maybe. Geez, I don't know. Yeah, that would brain aneurysm. Yeah, just <laughs> anything else. Um, another thing too is what other scene actually stood out for you? Um, so I liked everything down in the crawl space, which again is. It's funny because mm. you know crawl crawl space. Um, <laughs> I I really appreciate. Okay, okay, I'll, I'll tell you which one really stuck out to me. It's the scene where the house is actually starting to flood, and they're in, in the house now at this point. And it's the scene where she is in the bathroom, and she's able to kind of do some like parkour trickery, and she captures this gator inside the shower. It was a very cool scene. It's in the trailer. <laughs> I remember that was like right. the thing that stood out to me when the trailer first came out. I was like, what the fuck? She got a gator in the shower. Oh my God. I got to see this movie. So, right. Yeah. And it's like, how did that get? Then your mind is also playing tricks with you too. How the hell did she get that in there in the first place? How did the gator come into the bathroom? Right. Yeah. And this whole thing of like, I felt like the gator probably would have broken through the shower door, but whatever. Whatever movie. Uh, 
I'm here to watch a movie about gators attacking just one family in this house. I guess I'll let that slide. <laughs> right. Because with movies like this, we have to suspend disbelief. And that's right. what I was saying on Twitter, though, too. I said, you have to suspend disbelief with this movie. Yeah. You can't, you can't go in. You kind of have right. to roll your eyes going, okay, yeah. <laughs> Another thing, though, that I want to mention, too. Remember when she actually catches the gator uh, in that little cage with his head? Yes. That part made me laugh. Oh, why is that? Was it just because you just didn't think that was plausible? Well, it was just it just made me chuckle because of how quick that happened. Oh, gotcha. it's like she, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like all of a sudden I got gotcha. you. I'm like that was actually pretty funny, but actually pretty cool at the same time. Yeah, I really appreciated that they made Haley a smart character in this. She wasn't she wasn't stupid. Like she later on when they're in the crawl space, and let me know if I'm giving away too much of the movie. No, no, no. I don't feel like you're giving away too much at all, to be honest. Like, like, like if y'all haven't seen this, like, you should, it's on Hulu right now. So if you have a subscription, you could watch it. Um, it's, it's a good, like, 90 minute movie. So, anyways, there's like a part where she, you know, she already knows that there's gators. So she's devising a, a plan to get out and she has to go to a different part of the crawl space without attracting their attention. But she does this in, like, in a very smart way and she sets up, like kind of barriers for herself to protect herself from the gators just in case she just gets snuck up on. And it was kind of, I just like appreciated that they didn't make her like a typical horror movie blonde. You know what I mean? Like right. I, I never felt like that she was inept for this situation. It's like, okay, well she, she, she seems like she's up to the challenge a little bit. So I really appreciated that. And I watched an interview with the actress for that played Haley. And she said that she, uh, the script jumped out to her because it was the first role that she had to play where she wasn't like somebody's boyfriend or she like just wasn't making out with some random dude in the movie. Like she was a very strong independent female role. And she like, she, she was, she was really good in this. I really, I really liked it all. And again, I love that they made her smart and not stupid in this. Same here as well. She, that's another thing I can appreciate about that interview is the fact, you know, it can actually be a very paint by the numbers kind of character where it's is based basically with that, where the boyfriend comes in, rescues the girl and everything. But I like the fact that it's an independent woman, an independent girl from a university trying to, trying to survive this nightmarish day mm. with her father against these alligators. And it just, it is actually really good. I mean, I didn't feel like that anybody was safe in this movie. Anybody could die at any given right, time. Yeah. Which is un- because usually that's unusual for movies to actually do because sometimes you actually feel like these characters are safe rather than some sense of danger. Mm. At that point, it actually becomes like a cartoon kind of movie, mm-hmm. you know? Definitely. And I really do appreciate what they did. And even in The Shallows, I feel like the movie The Shallows, that character wasn't as strong as what Haley is. That's just oh, my really? perspective. I just didn't, I don't know. I might have to go back and re- re- rewatch it again. But I just, I felt like there was a sense of danger there. But I just didn't feel like that she was as smart as what Haley is, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, yeah. They definitely showed Haley's, I don't know, like just kind of like, they just showed that she never, she was never defeated. Like she was never, I mean, mm-hmm. I, guess, I guess there was that time where her dad kind of had to like uh, give her that, that pep talk at one point in the movie but like outside of that 
she was never really just like, oh, I'm just defeated. I should just give it. She, she never had that attitude and he never felt like that from her. For exactly. Her yeah. She always felt like she's like, okay, well, I just got to do that. She's always thinking about like two steps ahead, but what it was that she needed to do to get out of this, out of this situation. So and I really appreciated that. Same here, because it actually shows strength. It actually shows that this girl is a warrior mm-hmm. uh, uh, when it comes down to swimming and everything else. Yeah, her. yeah. yeah. <laughs> but let's talk about the underwater scenes that was in this movie, though, too, because okay. they could actually be too dark, if you think about it. Yeah. Just like uh, that underwater movie with, uh, what's that girl's name? Chris, uh, Christian Stewart. Those scenes were way too dark. This could actually be that same effect going underwater. But I love the fact that they actually gave it some light to where we can see what's actually going on underneath the water while she's swimming underneath the crawl. You know, I didn't actually think about that, but yeah, you're totally right. Yeah, they, whenever she did go underwater, because it, it, that sounds kind of, uh, uh, trivial, but there are lots of, there's a, there's a good sequence with her underwater in this movie. And yeah, no, you're definitely right. I think that's something to even think about. Yeah, that it, it, it's well lit. Yeah, that was that was that was good. Good pickup on you. Thank you. I do appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like I want to also talk about that scene that you were talking about that was really good underwater because if if is it the part where you actually see the gator swimming? Yeah, and then yeah, that made me have goosebumps on that part. <laughs> yeah, though though this was really good, and also I felt. Like- holding her breath forever which you know it's a movie Mm -hmm. but still i was kind of like oh my god like because there's a part where like you said the gator swims by and she's so far in the tunnel you're kind of like fuck you know what do you do do you like turn around and go back and see if you have enough oxygen or do you just keep going forward because because like the surface is technically closer if you keep going forward but you know, there's the danger of what of the gator, but it's like if you turn around, I don't know. I was, I was like, I don't want to be in that situation. I felt claustrophobic at this point in the movie. <laughs> I agree with you. I, I fully on agree with you. I did feel claustrophobic whenever I saw that. And then also too, remember what her father said: "Do not go that way. That's the way they're coming in." Yeah, like, well, which I love. That's how he knew that they were coming in. He's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's <laughs> that's the I just haven't, haven't boarded it up. Yeah, that's the gator door. <laughs> I've been meaning to take care of that. <laughs> right? It's like a dog door, doggy door. It's right. like, eh, it's okay. The gators are welcome here. They're friendly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I've been meaning to take care of that. I knew <laughs> on my honey to do list. I knew it was that damn screen that I should have put up a long time ago and boarded it up. I was right. telling yourself to take care of that gator door. <laughs> <laughs> but. I was thinking to myself, that might be the only way that you have, the only chance that you have, right. is to go through that way. Even though you don't want to, you have no choice at this moment. Yeah. And then he goes, well, wait, we have a trap door. Mm-hmm. And then there's a... <laughs> it seems like your father didn't think of anything. I know. It was like... I felt like they gave up really quickly on the trap door, because I felt like I would have just been like, nope, I'm just going to... I'm going to bust... I'm going to break my hand getting through this trap door. Like, I would have... I felt like they gave up on that way too early. I agree with that, because as strong as Haley is as a character, I would have thought that she would, you know, that warrior in her would actually try with all her strength to try and do it. I know that females are actually... don't have the muscle capacity as a man does, but the adrenaline might alone would probably wind up and she's uh, knocking the container too. off it. Right. 
Yeah. So I, I just felt, especially like there's a point where she gets a gun. I was like, just take that gun, put the holes in there, and just punch through it. Like, I, I... <laughs> you see, you and I were thinking on the same lines with that. I'm like, you got the gun from that cop. Now you can actually start using it. Yeah. Uh, never mind. There's a really cool scene where she does use it. I don't know if I want to spoil it here, but there was a really cool scene. But at the same time, I was thinking, use that, use it. You know, it is. <laughs> Exactly. And then I also liked how I'm not going to go into spoiler territory or anything like that, but just the way she takes down the first gator alone was actually pretty cool. That was, that was a finish your drink kind of moment. It was pretty, it was pretty badass. <laughs> Speaking of finishing your drink, what would you say is a couple of drinking rules that you have for you? For so, your host? I went ahead and gave this a film on the rocks um, treatment. So on our podcast, we, each me and my host, we each come up with five rules. So my five rules were every time drink every time a gator does like a 180. You see a lot of gator tails kind of like whipping around real quick to like go chase after someone. Mm-hmm. So every time you see a gator do like 180, every drink every time a a main character is bitten. <laughs> drink. oh god yeah yeah uh drink every time they say apex predator this one is a really dangerous one drink every time you hear a gator specifically hiss not growl but hiss so because i had it as at both as first and when i was rewatching mm-hmm. it i was like oh my god yeah that would kill someone you just gotta do one or the other so i picked hiss <laughs> that that actually works better because then you get really wasted while that is actually going on <laughs> right yeah and then my last drinking rule was every time you've mentioned this a couple times every time Haley is cranking the flashlight take a drink okay that's that's one i had too that I'll, that was on my list okay well, my, oh, do you got a list i want to hear your rules man okay so that was one of them i just have two that i that's made fine. up in my that's mind fine. but one of the things that i thought of every time she has to crawl underneath the crawl space Okay. Take a drink. Every time she's like physically crawling. Yep. Gotcha. Take a drink. Could you imagine having to take a drink every single time that actually happens? Oh man, you might need to <laughs> you might need to do some waters in between there. It's it's also kind of like that thing we have um we have like this uh, inside joke on the show called like the, the the movie title clause where it's not when somebody says the name of the movie, but it's when like visually you, you kind of get like, Oh, this was on the cover of the movie. You're like, Oh, they're doing what the movie, like her crawling is like in this movie is called crawls kind of like that elbow nudge. Like hey, she's crawling in a movie called crawl. crawl. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like Peter. Oh my God. He said it. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Remember from family guy. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. Said the title. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly i forget uh oh, shit. I, I can't remember what because yeah i know that reference so i'm trying to remember which movie was he was watching it's irrelevant but yeah i know what you're talking. right <laughs> but yeah those were the two drink drinking rules that i had because i had a feeling you might want to bring some of that flavor onto the show which is fine because i i wanted you to actually bring that list yeah yeah so definitely yeah <laughs> because i always have fun whenever i hear you and uh, Levi actually doing that and I'm like okay I want him to bring that on the show <laughs> I appreciate so, that yeah it's gotten to the point no where as whenever I'm watching a movie even if it's not for the podcast I'm going that that would be a drinking role I go stop it just enjoy the <laughs> <laughs> you know what though you actually have me doing it and I don't even do it for the podcast, <laughs> oh, for nice. the podcast. Yeah, there you go but yeah man um 
let's talk about another thing though too like the father mm-hmm. when when at first i'm thinking okay the father's gonna be okay you know i think the father's gonna be perfectly okay then all of a sudden he loses a limb i'm like well never mind not gonna lie i was <laughs> i i kind of felt like Haley was a character we could trust would be safe you know, right give or take a limb but i i was i was honestly really nervous for the dad because i was like okay if they could x someone from the main cast he's probably him and sugar are the two that they would get rid of so i was worried about him the whole time to be honest same as well because i'm like i'm gonna be honest with you i was thinking the same lines as well i was like when i saw sugar going into the water i'm like oh no this is not good for the dog get the dog out of the water (laughs) Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> and then of course, you know, Haley gets uh bitten quite a few times in this film. You're drinking there, man. Yeah, you're drinking every time she gets yeah. bitten. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I'm like I'm hoping that she gets out of this alive because right now it's looking like maybe the both of them might die in this movie. Mm-hmm. By the time you get to the almost to the climax of the film. It looks like the both of them might actually not make it out alive. Right, yeah. Let's talk about her swimming out to the boat where the looters are. Yeah, I, I was, I was against this whole plan from the beginning. <laughs> I was like, just, 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 just stay in the house and go to your attic, like, or the roof, you know, whatever. Right. I was like, just, you know, there's a pack of gators. I, I, I was like, you're, you're just tempting faith here. You are, and then the father's like. It, it sounds like Sean Bean is talking at this moment. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's like, you know what? The rain is falling down. It'll actually cover your splashes and everything. You should be fine. Go out there and see what happens. By the way, I love that they made him a gator expert. He drops a couple gator facts throughout <laughs> this movie. He's like, oh, they can hear you really well, but they can't see worse shit. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and, you know, the whole, like, you know, raid looks like splash. Like, it'll confuse them, this whole thing. So, like, are you the fucking gator whisperer? Like, where ha- – dad, like, you have uh, – you haven't seen you haven't any, any gator facts my whole life. <laughs> Right, and all of a sudden now you're just pumped with knowledge. Yeah, he says, "Oh, what if it's kind of like a thing? Like, yeah, I've been studying them. They go through the gator door every Sunday. They they tell me all their <laughs> secrets, you know." Yeah, I can just see him writing down his notes, doing uh, in, analyzing them. Yeah, and he's like, "Okay, let me see what happens if I make a noise." Okay, gator makes noise equals bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like they they hear they can hear me very well, uh, but like I go underwater, they don't see the funny faces I make at them. They're not laughing at my funny faces, so they can't see me. <laughs> right. It's kind of like Steve Irwin, if you think about it. It's like. Let's see what happens if I blind them. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, it kind of has that kind of flavor to it. Thank God we didn't <laughs> you know? have the, the, like, what would have been, like, a stereotypic, like, Australian person in this movie just just shoehorning this. Thank God they didn't do that. They could have easily done that, especially with the gator form. Because they could have actually had him working, that Australian guy. They could have made him, like, a, a hero form. or something. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, good on, mate. I'm here to rescue you. Like, oh no, you didn't board up your gator door. I just did the worst Australian accent ever. But I think I did a worse one though too. So don't feel bad. No, no it's okay. But yeah, so it's one of those things. Like, oh yeah, you, you got you got to board up these gator doors, man. It's I don't even know why they put them in these houses anymore. 
<laughs> they come with your house. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Fully loaded. Yeah. Fully loaded. He's like, oh, yeah, your house is not the code. You got to have a gator door in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Electricity, the wires, yeah, they're fine. Architect. <laughs> I can see the electrician with the big, huge book that they have to actually carry when they inspect houses. Okay, you got this right. You got this right. You got this right. What about the gator door? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was meaning to fix that. Yeah, yeah but the gator but... door in the northeast corner, that's the code. <laughs> <laughs> but um, and then also, too, when, they, when she finally gets to the boat and then you see this giant wave, they start, then they go back in the house. Yeah, I mean, like, I, it makes sense. I was like, that's what you should have been right. doing the whole time because then you wouldn't be in this right. predicament. But it, it, that was a really cool sequence, though, when the levee breaks and the right. wave carries them in the boat through this bay window into back into the house. It was very cool. I love the visual for that. The visual effect was really good. It could have winded up being cheesy, but it wasn't. Yeah. And like, so now we're back to plan A again, <laughs> where you should have actually been at from the beginning mm-hmm. but also too i liked also where she actually felt like she was safe with the walkie-talkie that the police officer had yeah though too i like the fact that they actually did use the walkie-talkie she was able to use that the cb radio we already knew the uh, cell phone was actually going to be crushed we knew that cell phone was going to last long mm-hmm. in this film yeah i was like either the flood is going to wind up taking it or the gator's going to step on it. Yeah, I wonder, see, I was wondering if it was going to go that route or the route of, like, she could call for help, but just literally nobody could come because of the hurricane, so it was just futile anyways. Oh, good call on that one. Because I'm actually surprised the two cops actually came at that point. I think it was just because one of them was her buddy that she kind of just blew off at that traffic stop. So he kind of went to, I think that this was all like kind of quote unquote off the books. Like he wasn't told to go search. He's just like, I need to go check for my friend because she hasn't come back. And I knew that she, uh, because we see that she just disobeys them and just, you know, speeds off past the uh, traffic block. Yeah. Right, plus her sister also went out with the cop, so there's that too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's that too. But, yeah, I definitely feel the sense of danger whenever the Libby broke. I definitely felt like, okay, how are they going to get out of this situation now? And then they're using flares now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this so, was really cool. Like, I love seeing just, because if you think about it, this this movie just takes place in a house, but you know, it's a house flooding, so it was kind of cool to get this unique i don't i don't know i don't know what i'm trying to say like this unique environment that was like yeah we're in a house which we're all in houses but it's like but your house is underwater it's kind of like you swimming through your living room whatever i don't know it's it's i just kind of i kind of enjoy little little things like that it's like oh this is kind of fun <laughs> i did too as well especially when you had the flares going underwater and everything i always love visuals underwater like that mm-hmm. you know for some reason i'm attracted to stuff like that yeah, no, and I thought, so I like that and then of course you know the father loses the limb all of a sudden <laughs> and <laughs> that, was, that was that was that was a crazy scene not gonna lie that it was, was. Crazy. at first I thought he was gonna be a goner after that moment same, same. I, <clears throat> but when this movie closes now we're getting into the we're not gonna give spoilers on how it actually ends but how how did you think 
the movie ended? Did you feel let down with the ending, or did you just feel like it was a typical way of how they ended the movie? I've been kind of sitting on this for a little bit. I mean, I don't hate the ending. Like, just to be clear, like that's like my verdict. I think it's fine, but at the same time, I felt like we probably could have done this is like the rare scenario where you could kind of say this movie could have probably tacked on an extra 10 minutes if they wanted to um true it's i it's fine it's fine i i I like the ending i guess you know you really don't need any more than what we got is what i'll say so so my verdict is fine yeah it's good i agree i i think the timing is fine but i wish that they would have actually tackled on the extra five ten minutes just to show them in the hospital the sister comes in or the mother comes in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and everything. That's a good point. Yeah. Have like this overall family resolution. That would have been good. Right. Because don't forget, we've seen the house. It represents who they are. Mm-hmm. And she rekindled the relationship between her father and her. I would like to actually see the family kind of together, even though maybe the sister can't, maybe the mother can actually be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, maybe it could be a couple of days later after the storm settles down. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that that would have been good, I think. I think so too. And do you have any trivia for this movie or no? Um, the most. So I kind of just watched some interviews with the director, and he talked about how they did this because I was kind of curious how did they film this movie? You know, because it looked. I mean, like visually, I thought it was you know it was pretty good, and the Gators. Some points in the movie they look better than at other points in the movie, but overall, like I didn't felt like anything was like super cheesy or bad graphics, and I really did feel like they were in an actual hurricane during this movie. And so the director said that, and I was kind of I was like, okay, this makes sense, but you know, everything was on a set. Literally, everything was a set in this movie. So like even when like like the house, the basement, everything was a set, and they just built a ginormous tank for them to flood. And um, so, yeah, and I mean, they said that it was, you know, fun, but challenging one just because think about it, being an actor in this, you're wet and cold for however many hours you're filming that day. That that can't be fun for anyone. So most definitely. <laughs> yeah, and I was um, so like speaking just this isn't like so much trivia, but like I was actually shocked at how much money this movie made. I don't know if you saw, but this. Yeah, not this. Yeah, the mo- Oh, go ahead. Oh no, I'm sorry. Yeah, so the the movie had a budget of thirteen and a half million, and it made ninety one million dollars in the box office. Okay, so I'm gonna break into my little thing because yeah, go movie ahead. theater. Okay, movie theaters actually make a third of what they take in, so okay. they actually have to take a third away from it, and then that the rest goes to the box office, and that's the actual number. So you take a third from ninety-one million. That's actually the correct number it actually made. Okay, but st- I didn't know if you knew that. I did not know that, but still. So what was that like sixty million dollars? Yeah, it made like sixty mil. Still, like on a budget of thirteen yeah. and a half. That's still like if for a movie like this, which you would think would kind of be like a straight to DVD thing, which it isn't of that quality. It's actually pretty good. It's. I was actually. I was actually really happy to see that that ninety one million when, when I looked it up. So I was like, "Oh, good. I'm glad this movie did well." Same here as well because I was like, "Are people gonna uh, gravitate towards a disaster movie with alligators in this world mm-hmm. and everything?" Because I know people are suckered for disaster movies. I know I am. Yeah. Right. But are they gonna or do they want alligators mixed in with their disaster movie? Mm, yeah. See. I, <clears throat> because. Go ahead. 
No, no, no. Go on ahead, man. Oh, go, I was just going to say, I was just going to add on to just the appeal of the the creature feature aspect of this. Because I really appreciate that they're just normal alligators, right? You know, they're not, they didn't, like I said earlier, they, did, they didn't go the route of Deep Blue Sea and made them like super smart or super big and strong alligators. These were just typical wild gators. And I kind of, I really actually appreciate that, that there wasn't this supernatural or this, I don't know, uh, just they didn't go an extra step to make them even more intimidating. It's like, yeah, they're just normal gators, and you don't want to mess with them. So I, I appreciated that. Same here as well, because they could have gone the route of mutation, uh, mutated <laughs> right. alligators. I'm like, do not do that. <laughs> <laughs> Make it as simplistic as possible. People will gear towards it and love it. Yeah, exactly. So, that's pretty much everything that I wanted to cover for this film. Uh, was there anything else that you wanted to mention about the film and everything? Um, I just, I really appreciated this director listening to him talk. Um, uh, Alexander Ajay, I think is his name. I, or, I'm sorry, Alexandra Ajay, I think is his name. But um, I might be butchering it. Sorry, but um, he was—he was. I always appreciate listening to directors and filmmakers just talk about the crap. So you can find interviews with him on YouTube, just talking about this movie. I encourage people to go do that. And what's—that's I, I, the thing that I find funny about him is that he seems to have this shtick about animal movies. So he also directed Piranha, the, the remake. He did this crawl, and when asked if he could remake any horror movie, he said it would be The Birds. So, oh God, so he, I would I wouldn't mind seeing that. So he so he really seems to like these animal movies. So I find that kind of funny and uh, I don't know, kind of uh, innocent. I guess I don't know. I, I just find that kind of fun. So yeah, that was the last little bit I had, but I, I, right. I totally recommend this movie. Same here as well. I definitely enjoyed the movie as well. The chemistry between the father and daughter worked really well. The build-up worked. Everything just flowed really well. Mm-hmm. And like I said, the characterization of the characters got developed as you, the movie keeps on going, which is good. Because I like good characterization of the characters. Right, yeah. Yeah, I felt like that was good here. And also, too, I like the fact that you uh, went in and looked at the director's IMDb because I didn't have a clue that he was the same director who did piranha and i like the very first piranha movie yeah 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 he's done he's done a handful of other stuff and something i wanted to mention too was that oh he also directed the remake of the hills have eyes so he is definitely just deep into this um horror genre and something i wanted to point out too was that sam Raimi was the producer on this movie and i really felt who of course if people don't know this he you know, he, he directed and wrote the the original Evil Dead. That was, you know, his breakout. Just, and anyways, so I feel like that there were some nods to the Evil Dead movie in this movie. It's a, a lot of, especially anytime like you see like trees or whatever break through windows or the whole concept and dynamic of them going through the the cellar store. Uh, the, the cellar. Uh, what am I trying to say? Uh, stairs sorry oh my goodness yeah yeah the the cellar stairs because you know all that is uh, kind of all this was kind of imagery that was making me think of the evil dead which sam Raimi was um the creator of so i i really kind of appreciated that and also you had these two these two big guys that have 
been juggernauts in horror you know hills have eyes piranha evil dead you know so it, it was all it was all really good and fun to see these people kind of do this simple concept but fun movie and just knock it out of the park definitely most definitely and also too i didn't know that he did uh, the hills have eyes i love the hills have eyes remake i thought it was really good mm-hmm. so to have that flavor on this it, it really did its job yeah definitely and then also another thing though, Sam Raimi, you get you usually whenever they slap a producer name on there. Usually sometimes they're involved, sometimes they're not. Sometimes they just slap it on there just to get recognition. Hey, look, Steven Spielberg's produced this movie whenever he really wasn't even there. Yeah, it's like I didn't, you paid for pizza one day. <laughs> right. Hey Steven, thanks for the pizza. Do you want to be producer? Sure, why not? Yeah. But Sam. He was there. You could definitely see the fingerprints on his on this work. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Or at least, if not, he was definitely like uh, the director was definitely at least giving him the tip of the hat throughout this movie too. If if that wasn't the case, but yeah, I definitely feel like that. It, it felt like it was by done by people that knew what they were doing in the genre. Definitely. So that's gonna be it on the review and you, that's all that you have to add that you wanted to add right yep, i just yep. want to make sure that you have everything out in the open that you wanted to say yep 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 that's everything i got for this this was everybody should check this out or at least rewatch it with the drinking rules we gave <laughs> you know what i might actually do that <laughs> i might actually i might actually get me a sam adams tomorrow and do that there you go that a boy i love sam adams <laughs> <laughs> i do too that taste oh is so smooth <laughs> but <laughs> But yeah, I might actually get me a Sam Adams, pop it open, have a little bit of fun with this. Yeah, definitely. So, so anyways, where can everybody reach you? So, uh, thank you again, John. Uh, by the way, for having me on here, this was a total blast. I love talking about movies. So again, I'm Brucker, and my co-host Levi. We have a podcast called Film on the Rocks. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, pretty much any podcaster app you use. And we are on Twitter at Film on the Rocks and Instagram at Film on the Rocks Podcast. And we are, uh, we're, we, we talk about different movies. We do all sorts of different movies. Uh, I don't know when this episode will be coming out, but this week we're having an episode on Remember the Titans. And it was such a blast to talk about that movie. That's actually one of my favorite Denzel Washington movies. So I'll definitely be checking that out. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait. And I think we saw, uh, you're, you're a fan of the movie The Losers, right? Yeah, yeah, I that, love that movie. We we just recorded that for that episode last night, actually, and it, it it's good. I've, I've already it's I, <laughs> I'm really excited for for you and everyone else to hear our episode on the losers. I'm interested to see what the drinking rules are for is for that. If there's actually a drinking rule for Chris Evans every single time he has a different shirt on, I think you're <laughs> going to be uh, I think you're going to be satisfied, man. <laughs> okay, all right, <laughs> that's what I want to talk. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so. Anyways, I just want to say thanks again for taking your t- the time out and everything to want to be on the show. It really does mean a lot to me. I do appreciate what you and Levi do. You guys do a fantastic job on your show. Oh, That's you. no bu- You're very welcome. That's no BS, man. You guys really do a great job at what you do. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And I-, I love your show. Thank you. I- I'm glad that you really enjoy it. That means a lot to me. <laughs> Good. And th- you're very welcome. And Everyone, I just want to let you guys know that you guys can actually buy me a coffee. Um, if you don't know what buymeacoffee.com is, you can actually donate towards the show. This actually helps with equipment for the show, helps with 
doing giveaways because I'm planning on doing digital give, giveaways to our fans. I'm planning on doing a lot more for the fan community that I actually built. And I want to give back to them. And if you want me to give back, go on ahead, donate a $5 for a cup of coffee or a pizza pizza because I can actually change it out to pizza or I can change <laughs> it out to coffee. So, you know what? Let's go and have some fun. Buy me a cup of coffee. You'll get something back in return in the future. I guarantee it. And you guys can reach me at Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite on Facebook. You can actually reach me on Movie Lovers TV Lovers Unite on Instagram. And then on Twitter, you can reach me at John D. Gregorio85. And then, of course, you can also reach me on Movie Lovers Unit instead of Unite because they won't let me have the E. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, you guys can reach me there. And always until next time, bye-bye. Bye. Hey guys, John here. I just want to say thank you for the love and support that you've shown me over this one-year course. It has been a great privilege to be able to give you the entertainment that you guys have been asking for. Another thing too is, I'm gonna I'm actually recording this right after uh, Brooker and I did the review for Crawl, and I just want to thank Brooker one more time for being on the show. I felt like the it went really well. Another thing that I want to mention too is. I did an interview, a one-on-one interview with Crichton Hobbs. And if you guys can, please go ahead and check out that interview with Crichton Hobbs. He did a, he just got done doing a documentary called How Many Chances. It's about his, it's a bio about his life. It is very good. It's heartwarming. You'll laugh. You'll cry. It is really good. He packs in a lot of stuff with throughout his life. I ask him a lot of questions about his childhood. So think of this as a little segment of a bonus content that I forgot to actually mention in the episode that I did with Broker just now. But go ahead, check him out. Let me know what you guys think. And as always, stay safe with this virus. And I hope everyone has a safe and blessed night. And until next time, bye-bye.